Oh my gosh, I love the anticipation of the three, two, one record countdown. We blast off. <laughs> it feels really good. It makes me feel excited. I wanted to like dance and move and scream. Next time we podcast, can we dance and move and scream? Well, I think that that's life asking for itself. I just denied that impulse. So we have to do it next time. <laughs> Wait, why do we wait? Do we do it right now? <laughs> yes, we do. Let's do it. We'll, okay. keep, re- we'll keep recording so the audience can, can enjoy. But I'm standing up for the dancing. Yes, Ready? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're dancing and we're moving. And we're if only people could see it. <laughs> and, and three, two, one, podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Create Podcast. We're Christian. We like to dance and be crazy. (laughs) Why not? Why not? Thank you for allowing us to follow the impulse. That's exactly what my body wanted. Oh, I just want to follow all the impulses. (laughs) Um, If you are new to the Create Podcast, we actually talk once in a while. We talk a lot. (laughs) We we sing and dance once in a while. Uh, We are Natalie and Kristen, just two best friends living uh, in New York City at the moment, although we live in all kinds of places. And we love to talk about creativity, dreams, potential, spirituality, mindfulness, fun, sex, play, adventure, drama, all of it. So welcome to the podcast. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and anything could happen. It's a brand new moment. We don't even know what's going to happen. We are actively creating at this very second. Yeah, that's right. I, I, this is something that um, I was just jamming with Kristen about just before we started rolling. As I was having this thought about um, creative energy in the universe, and we're all creative energy. We're all untapped creative potential. And at any given moment, we're creating something or we're taking from creation, right? We're either taking something that's already been created and enjoying it and savoring it and getting pleasure from it or getting pain from it or getting drama from it or whatever the case may be. But we have to know that at any given moment, if we're taking and not creating, then just know that we also have more power than we think we do. That you can always be creating, contributing, giving something else from your creative potential that hasn't been here before and will never be here if you don't give it. Yeah. And that makes me think about something that came up in my journal writing this morning. Inspired by this thing I was reading, you know, I love a little Melody Beattie, but it was how the universe just wants to love us. And will we accept the love that the universe is always trying to give us? And I love to imagine the universe in this beautiful co-creation with me where it's like, I got something for you. I got something yummy for you. And it might be the way that the fall leaves look like when I walk through the park. It might be the cute little boy that, who's playing peekaboo when I'm trying to do yoga. You know, like it could be anything, but there's all these different ways the universe is loving me if I am open to receive it. You know, it's really fascinating. So there's, there's different states that our nervous system can get into. And when our, depending on what state our nervous system is in, our thoughts, our memories, and our feelings are congruent with that state. So when we're in ventral vagal state, which is like community and union and creation, like when we're in creative energy, then what we actually think about, we think about possibility. So when, I'm, when we're feeling good, and someone says, what are you grateful for? Or what are you excited about? It's like easy to, to say that list. But when you're in like dorsal vagal, which is like the freeze or the apathetic hopeless state, 
and someone says, what are you excited about? It's like nothing, nothing will ever change. I don't feel good. It's always going to be this way. And so part of tapping into our creative potential is taking, taking responsibility of our state and saying, you know, at any given moment, life is trying to give to me. But depending on what state I'm in, I'm either going to be receptive to actually receiving it. It's kind of like the universe is always throwing the baseball at you. And at any moment you can swing, but you're never going to swing if you're in the state of being of hopelessness, of helplessness, of I'm not enough or shame or blame or victim. And so part of the co-creation with the universe is saying, my part of the job, I mean, how fun is this? My part of the job is just to feel as good as I can. Oh, yeah. My part of this co-creation is to be receptive. And so in order to do that, I need to seek joy, seek pleasure, seek good feelings, seek community, seek connections, seek beauty, seek the things that turn me on and light me up. And if I'm in that receptive mode, then all the the co-creation that comes from the universe is here's, here's a beautiful thing I want you to have. Here's something else I created for you. So it's a really fun part of the process to go, Oh wait, feeling good is my access point to receptivity. And once I'm in receptivity, the universe just can't wait to shower me with so much goodness. Yeah. And I think right now, here we are in 2020, it's such a great time to practice our own ability to create regardless of circumstance, Mm. right? So not dependent upon conditions. So can I create states in myself because I am a creator? Can I go in my imagination play box and go, all right, here I go. I am going to go inside and I'm going to like play with all of the love that is inside of me. I'm going to, I'm going to experience my own prosperity. I am going to, Ooh, bathe myself in so much self-esteem and I don't need anything else in order to do that. And when I bring that magnetic energy to the world, how everything I see now changes. Can I tell you, speaking of imagination play box, can I tell you, I was like running this morning and I was having this fantastic daydream that was so real. I had chills up and down my legs and I started to feel weak in the knees and I started to cry. This was, this was, so I'm running and I'm listening to Hamilton because you know, like I love to. So I'm running, I'm like living my best life. And all of a sudden it comes the song where we're about to meet George Washington. And I had this vision, like a daydream, a vivid daydream of watching a TV special of Hamilton. And when they're like, here comes the general and everyone's like getting excited. And then instead of saying George Washington, they said, Joe Biden. And like cute little Joe Biden came out like on stage in a little costume and he looked so adorable. And then he was like waving like, yeah, I'm I'm the guy. But then From behind him comes Kamala Harris just wrapping her face off. And I was like, oh my God, like, can we get in touch with the people at Hamilton and be like, can Kamala actually be in the show and like do a rap about like saving America? (laughs) But I was like weeping in Central Park, weak in the knees, trying to run because this vision was so, uh, it was like so full in my spirit. And it gave me so much hope that I was like, I just, I just created 
energy in the universe towards a life that I want, regardless of circumstance. That's it. And it felt so good and it felt so easy. And just knowing that we have that creative power at any moment in our imagination play box to just feel. And, and it was such a feeling in my body. It was like overtaking me. Like people in the park must have thought I was crazy. But yes, please think I'm crazy because, you know, that's our access point. That's right. Ooh, and now I'm, I'm just going to hear that Elizabeth Hamilton soundtrack. Here comes the general, <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> and he looks so cute in his little costume. It just like, oh, it brought me so much joy. Oh, I just want to see him in little knickers. <laughs> Biden. Anyway, we are powerful creators. That, that, yeah. was, that was the whole point. <laughs> but look how much fun there is right there in a daydream. Right yeah, there. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing. And, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about this, like living, living outside of the circumstance that, that there's actually powerful forces inside of us that, that we can, we can on a biochemical, we can on a, a neurological level, create, build, live into whatever future we want, regardless of where we are now. I love when Joe Dispenza talks about falling more in love with our future than recounting our past, Yeah, you know, because our minds get so stuck in the past. Yeah. And speaking of getting stuck, you know, in the past or, or not having access to the future, what we started jamming about today, which was really fun, was this, this one constant in the universe, which is change and our relationship to change our resistance to change. And this wonderful thing popped up on my time hop today. I don't know where it was from, if it was just something I had said or something I had heard from someone else. But the quote that came up was, we are not resistant to change. We're resistant to being changed. That isn't there this, this grasping, this wanting to hold on to things. We want to hold on to our bodies at a certain age. We want to hold on to a certain weight. We want to hold on to people thinking a certain way about us. We want to hold on to the job. We want to hold on to the amount of money in the bank account. Like we have this thing of like, let me just get somewhere where I feel safe enough. And then let me just try to hold on to it in a universe that it's the universe's job is constant change. Nature is constant change. The whole thing, the whole game of life is everything will always change and you can't hold on to any of it. And, you know, the great thing in the end is whatever we even build here, we can't take with us. Like none of it comes with us. It all changes and we change. We are in a body that's decaying by the minute. And so this really interesting human psychology of being resistant to the process of being changed when our evolution, the whole point of being here is change. Yeah. And I've been just deep in Rob Bell's new book, Everything is Spiritual. And I love where he takes us in this book in terms of we live in a progressive universe that is always evolving and expanding. And so because of that, it is naturally destabilizing because it's always changing. It's always evolving. So because life is taking us somewhere brand new, we've never been there before, which is why we have this like myth in our head somewhere of I'm going to get somewhere. I'm going to get it down. I'm going to check that life box. I'm going to have it handled. But because life is always changing, that means our relationships are always changing. Our careers are always changing. Our interests, our preferences, all these things are always changing. And so there really is nowhere to stand. 
but to trust that spirit is going to continue to move and expand. And so the forms are going to change because they must. And here's this quote that I wrote down. Oh, he, he, he said, the universe only knows one direction forward. Spirit only knows one kind of creation, new creation. Wow. And I was oh, like, well. Oh, such a good one. Right. And so I've been sitting with the question lately of what's a new place that spirit's trying to take me. Mm. I don't, I've never been there before, but there's something new. And so can I get silent and allow the upheaval to be this really exciting conversation the universe wants to have with me right now? Okay. All right, I've never been here before. I don't yeah. know what's next. And I know that my experience from time to time in my life and a lot of people that I've like coached and worked with, a lot of uh, us in my, in my uh, Melt the Resistance shadow work class, like this has been coming up a lot of, we keep feeling like we're meeting our same stuff and our same selves, but in like a new moment. And, and so part of what sometimes can make us feel stuck or make us feel shame is this feeling that the, that life is changing and evolving and I'm not like I'm still triggered by the same stuff or I'm still responding in the same way. And that's the thing of, yeah. So once we get that the game is movement, once we get that the game is evolution, then the growing pains or the, you know, the, the caterpillar turning into the butterfly stuff that comes up, you know, the, the hurt, the pain of that evolution stops being something that we resist and starts being something that we can almost get excited about. Like, can I get excited when I feel that growing, like, Oh, this one hurts. Oh, oh, this really, really hurts. Wow. I'm growing right now. Wow. I'm, I am in the process of transcending those old reactions, the, the way I used to be in those moments, like I'm in the process of transcending it as long as I can stay in relationship with it and not collapse and try to run away from it. If I can continue going all the way in, and this is what I've been really noticing with like my own shadow work, when I see the part of myself that I want to reject, that I want to be so ashamed of, that I want to say, no, that's, that's, that's not there. Instead of pushing it away or trying to overcompensate and, and trying to prove it's not true about me. Can I go all the way in and say, no, let me just, let me just meet that part of myself with deep, deep, deep compassion. And let me almost go deeper and let myself feel it all the way because going in to the expansion is actually the only way that I like nature can continue to expand. Otherwise, I'm going to contract in the face of it. And then I'll miss, I'll miss its message. I'll miss its lesson that it brought to me. Yeah. Can I make more room for that thing? Can I enter into it? And can I dance with it in a different way than I ever have before? I feel like that's what I'm interested in right now is like, what are the new dance steps that Mm. I've never tried before? What's a different way of dancing with myself, with my shadow, with life, in my relationships, in my career, is there a way of dancing that might feel good that I've never done before? So just like you and I had the impulse at the beginning of this podcast of like, I think we want to get up and dance right now. 
if I can really enter into my body and listen to my impulses, as opposed to being on old programming, there is a new way of being that is coming up from the core of who I am that wants to take me somewhere new. Well, that's so great. I was actually going to ask you, Kristen, I was going to say in, in this ever expanding destabilizing moment Mm -hmm. for you, what are you noticing? What, what newness are you noticing come up in you? Really listening to what is the thing that I right now desire to be creating? Oh, oh, here's the way that I want to play and bring forward into the world. And it may look like something I've never done before creatively. I feel like there are places that are calling me to experiment that I've never done before. Mm. And so can I allow myself to, yeah. to be unafraid of getting, of, of just seeing what I might like now, knowing that I'm not the same creator I was last year, right? Mm. It, it, it takes me entering into a certain kind of mystery because it's entering into a deep kind of listening, it kind of makes me feel as I'm listening to you, it's like a stepping into alchemist energy or inventor energy where it's like, well, you know, I, I used my creative energy in this form and now that form has gone away or it's shifted or it's expanded to a different place that hasn't fulfilled yet or it, it's in its own process. That form, the form of theater, the form of the arts is in its own expanding form. And so rather than having the conversation inside of yourself, well, then that means my creative flow is stopped because the form I usually put it in is gone. It's really like expanding the view to say, oh, where else do I get to put it? And there's so many places that you hadn't gotten a chance to explore and maybe would have never explored if that form had stayed. Yes, that obviously there's a reason things are moving. And so can I move with it? Mm. And giving myself permission to know, I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. I'm not supposed to. I actually, what I'm, what I'm asking myself to do is trust where this feeling inside of me is taking me or the curiosity is taking me. And then to do it in my art and to also do it in my relationships. Mm. So can I allow myself to go, hey, maybe where I'm going is somewhere I've never been before. Maybe spirit is taking me into, into forms that haven't been created yet. So maybe w- what my creative life wants to look like and my uh, you know, romantic relationships are actually forms that are unknown. And, yeah, and so what, if, what happens if I can take labels off of all things right? So I'm not trying to hold on to certainty in any kind of way and allow myself to go, all right, I'm ready to play. And I'm ready to play in ways that um, are brand new ways of playing. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's like, I don't resist the change that has happened in the ways I usually make money or the ways I usually do my art. I don't resist that change. And in doing that, I am automatically um, not resisting the changing of myself that happens through the new opportunities, the new vessels, the new things that show up. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know what it looks like. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. Can but, I be, get excited? The word that you used before about the invitation. Yeah. Um, what oh. is the invitation that you are getting these days? 
Man, I feel like I have so many invitations. Um, but the one that's like really on my heart as we've been talking today, and this relates to something that I, I, I did like this deep meditation a few days ago and I, and I wrote this down. And so this, I'll, I'm just going to say exactly what I wrote and then I'll, I'll explain how I think it relates. I wrote, I can do it kicking and screaming or I can just do it. Either way it gets done, but one way is really loving to myself and it invokes ease so the universe can actually help me. And so I think the thing that's actually being dismantled and changed in me is I think I have traditionally had life wanting to open doors for me and be easy and be flowy for me. And inside of myself, there has been this need to make it hard and to make it dramatic and to make it an Everest to climb. And I've, I'm starting to see that that was really a result of my own undeservedness that was running my life. That, that unconsciously, there was this feeling of, I, I don't deserve it, so I have to earn it. Or also some messages that I got growing up were, you know, like kind of like guilt of success. So like if, if I have it easy, then that's kind of not fair to other people. So I think life naturally did want to make it easy for me. And I felt guilty about that. And so I have created a lot of obstacles and a lot of Everest to climb and a lot of difficulties in order to overcome the guilt and unworthiness to have the things that I, I came here to have in, in, in universal form. And so what I think has happened in this kind of COVID environment is that traditionally, you know, like it wants to be open doors and green lights and all these things. And I have had this internal way of making it harder for myself. And then all of a sudden the outer world got really hard. You know, we had immigration bans and travel bans and COVID and my husband being deported. And like, so all of a sudden outer life, which usually was like really magical and wanting to work in my favor. So I had to create the internal drama. Now all the dramas on the outside, we're in a global pandemic. Like we're not working. My husband and I are separated. I can't see my family. And so I think once the drama moved outside of myself, it would have been too much for me to maintain that sense of drama inside, but it was the gift that gave me the opportunity to say, all of a sudden I started inside myself invoking ease and I started invoking real self-care and I started invoking that I love myself and I want to take care of myself. And I know during, you know, the, the, the beginning of the pandemic and you and I would have just these we would be our, our little family. You and I would have these beautiful dinners and we would, you know, go running in the park and, and everything was slow and easy and gentle. And so I started to get into this relationship with what it would feel like for my internal process to feel easy and loving and gentle and nourishing. And so now that some of, not all of, but some of the outer drama is starting to shift and the universe for me just lately has, has opened up in magical ways. Like Eddie and I were able to be reunited after a long separation. We were able to go on our honeymoon. We were able to come back here and be together. I've been able to book work since I've been back as an actor, which has felt really amazing. Like there's been this like wonderful, like the outer stuff is just starting to clear 
And so I can see the instinct of the drama wants to come back inside. And I think the, the thing that I get to witness is, Matt, what if this could be easier? What if, the, what if you could do this exact same thing you're doing right now, but with more love to yourself? Like, what if you could run the six miles in Central Park, but be sweeter to yourself while you're doing it and not make it so hard and a challenge to overcome? What, what if you could memorize all these pages and pages of lines, but, but without making the drama story in your head about it? What if you could just, you know, what if you could negotiate living with your person that you love in a one bedroom apartment and all the things that come up with that? But what if you could be super, see the cosmic joke in all of it? And be super sweet to the two of you, right? So I'm starting to just see that this wonderful thing that came up through the, the real difficulties and traumas of the outside world over this time really did teach me that the peace was within. And I had never really known how to do that before. And so now the fun new dance, the new dance steps I get to play is no matter what the external is doing, whether the external feels hard or easy or soft or out of control, my job is, does it feel nourishing and sweet on the inside? And it doesn't have to feel hard and it doesn't have to feel like something I have to overcome. I can just, I can, I can come to the table because I've been invited. Yeah. Can it feel like love inside? Yeah. Can it feel yeah. like love in my body? Yeah. yeah. That's that thing about the, uh, the impulses, but like learning how to listen to my body and listening to my impulses. Can I listen to the impulses that feel like love? Mm. I, if I listen to those, where do they take me? Right. So, because it's the opposite of the feelings and instincts that come from self-punishment. That's right. Right. Which comes from the undeservingness. So the ones that feel like love is like, oh, you, you, I just want to delight you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets to be easy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it gets to be easy all the time. Maybe that, maybe that's the choice, you know, no matter what the outer, the outer world can be hard all at once, but my relationship with me doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the great relationship that we get to have is our relationship with ourselves. And then how do we make that the most loving relationship we can, especially when we're in territory that the world has never been in before. Mm. It's almost like the call to become more loving, more gentle, more kind, more soft, more responsive. Can we grow our own container of self-love as the world (laughs) becomes more unstable, Mm. right? So that we can meet it in new ways. I feel that on a very deep level. Just, just like throughout the day, coming, like putting my hand on my heart and going, okay, well, what's the loving action right now? Mm. What's, what's the action that feel that whew, I just feel something in my body just melt? I was doing a Sarah Bladden meditation the other day, and she talked about where's the tension in your body, and she's like, the tension in your body is the part of your body that still believes that the universe isn't trustable. And that it needs to believe in scarcity. So can we just talk to that part of your body right now? And I was like, whoo, okay, all right. High right shoulder, yeah. Oh, that's the part of me that thinks I have to push myself. Yeah. Oh, that's the part of me that feels like I, that maybe I might not measure up. Okay, that's the part of me that I'm afraid there might not be enough. Okay, that's the part of me that thinks I got to chase step ahead. And I was like, oh, just thank you for um, helping me to bring my awareness into that's just where I'm scared. And that's yeah. where I hold my fear. 
okay. So when I feel that start to act up, can I create a bigger uh, field of self-love and self-compassion for that fear and how it manifests in my body? I love that mantra of, oh, that's just where I'm scared. And I do think that that's like the balm of salvation for our planet is that if we can look inside of ourselves and see the parts that get triggered and act out and, you know, aren't our highest and best high functioning adult self. And if we can say with love, that's just the part that's scared. And I still love you. And it's okay to just soften underneath the loving hand that I'm placing here. If we can do that regularly, with ourselves, then doesn't it get so much easier when your friend, your partner, your country is acting out to say, Hey, that's just where you're scared. Okay. Okay. I get that. And I can bring love to that. And then let's take action from love. You know, let's, let's meet each other from understanding and from that place of like, yeah, we're all just scared. The foundation has shifted and cracked and come down from underneath of us. And we're all just standing on some kind of rubble trying to figure out how to take one next step. And we're all so scared and we've never been here before and we don't know what we're doing. And like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. And we're all in it together. And of course you're scared. Yes. I mean, it was so funny. One of the things Rob was talking about in his book is he he says, I find now that when I go and talk to people, the thing that I'm saying more often than not, is, of course, of course you're scared. Of course. Yes. That is exactly the right. That is the feeling. Yes. Yeah. And and that because the universe is always expanding. Yeah. It's destabilizing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're scared. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And I do think that as we give that compassion to ourselves, you're 100% right, then we can do it for each other. Yeah. And, um, and that we don't have to pretend. I think that's, this is huge of right now, too. We don't have to pretend we're anywhere that we're not. Mm-mm. We don't ever have to pretend that we're anything that we're not or anywhere or that we have it all together. We can just be like, yeah, I'm a mess. You know, I'm a, I'm a beautiful, messy human. And I, and I love myself and I love myself and accept myself exactly as I am in my beautiful, messy humanness so that we can like love and accept each other in our beautiful, messy humanness. Yeah. I have a wonderful teacher, Dr. Nima, Dr. Nima Ramani, and he's been doing, and so I, I send him messages all the time and I'll be like, Oh, I'm, I'm feeling this and I'm feeling this and I'm, you know, I'm feeling this stress. And then he always asks, he always, he always will first say, well, that makes sense. And it's so loving. It makes sense that you feel that way. And then, and then the second question is always, and how old do you feel right now? Like when you go into that pain, how old do you feel? And most of the time I'm like 10 and he's like, yeah, yeah. The 10 year old inside of you totally feels that way. The 10 year old inside of you is really scared of what's happening right now. 10 year old inside of you doesn't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. 10 year old inside of you uh, turns on the television or scrolls Facebook and feels a lot of panic. The 10 year old inside of you really wants someone to save them. And there isn't any knight in shining armor anywhere. Like the 10 year old inside of you is telling you the truth of how she feels. And rather than telling her she should feel any other way, can you just wrap your arms around her and say, I so get that you've every right to feel that we've never been here before. We don't know how to do this, but I promise you 
I've got you. Yeah, I, I posted this um, thing by the holistic uh, um, psychologist. Holistic psychologist. Oh I my mean, she's God. so great. My I, favorite Instagram account ever. ever. I take screenshots of everything constantly. <laughs> I, I I pre-ordered her book. I can't wait for it to show up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so excited about um, the ability to journal more. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> all you the know, healing, all the change. I mean, give me a journal prompt. I'm so <laughs> I'm so there for it. Um, she had this one. Let's see if it'll come up. But basically, it was about how we're all just these, um, you know, grown up. We're all children in grown ups' bodies, and we're walking around, and we're having tantrums, uh-huh. and we're feeling our feelings, and we're you know feeling abandoned, and all the things. And uh, I, it's not pulling up right now, but basically, like, so let's just be gentle because we're all just children. Yeah, we're all just. It, trying to learn how to operate in these grown-up bodies of ours which also helps us to be forgiving of people because you know we want a rule book that we don't have oh we want a rule book that we don't have we don't have directions you know you have to get really quiet and listen for a long time to even be able to hear a direction and still then you don't know if it's right i as i was telling you i've been reading uh sue monk kids uh the book of longing and there's this great scene with jesus (laughs) he's like that god had a plan and a purpose for my life but now i'm not sure if that was right or not or (laughs) my idea of my life and i was just like ah i just love to think of all the great enlightened spiritual masters being like yeah i think maybe i hear a purpose i don't know maybe <laughs> there, yeah. there's, a, there's a something yeah and and that the 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 doubt the fear is it's all part of it yeah. it's purposeful it's, it's part of the being changed yeah. no one you know we we know from the process of birth that it didn't come here not to be messy you know we knew from the get-go Ooh, this is intense. And because we do like to talk about sex, isn't the mess part of the fun, right? Oh, the man. mess is where the good stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. That, we want the mess. We like the mess. Yeah. You know, in the mess is always the message, right? As we've said. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, that's the real grace of this moment is we can't expect anyone or anything in the world to give us what we think we need to feel safe, to feel whole, to to feel anything. And part of the structures that have collapsed and fallen is the structures that our consciousness were wrapped around to say, it's outside of me. And when we have these moments of such destruction and instability, that's the moment where where you see that the fortitude, the peace, the resiliency, the longings, the love inside. And so can we not resist this change, not grasp on to any of the old forms, thinking it needs to go back to what it was because something new is being built. And I, I get it. I get that this is a very like esoteric thing to say, well, but I love live theater and it's gone and it might not come back ever the way it was. And that is a grief and a pain to feel and to feel all the way and not get, get stuck in, in that. And the possibility of what the great minds on the planet, you and I, and everyone listening included, 
the possibility of what we get to create when they take our playground away from us. Oh, we're in for something amazing. Yeah. And I love, you know, going back to that thing that we were talking about before in the imagination play box. Yeah. And I give it to myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I give myself the space where I can go, oh, there's something new that wants to be born through me. Oh, I can feel that there's something that is leading me. I don't even need to know what it looks like. I don't need to know the particulars, but I can feel the energy of creativity, of possibility, of imagination, of playfulness, of curiosity, of a question. Mm. And I can just follow that question and that question will take me somewhere new. And I give myself safety. I give myself the feeling of, you know, I, you, I, I feel like years ago, you and I used to always talk about, um, we give ourselves a green light. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's a place I want to move into, I say yes to myself. Yeah. And then I allow myself to follow those questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of this is coming up because I do think there's something inside of me that wants to be born. Um, that's new and it's scary to me. Yeah. And, uh, it's starting to come through and, uh, it feels like it might take me into a brand new life. And, um, and so I can feel fear and excitement together at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> and there we are in the mess of it all. Yeah. Man. Oh man. Whew, I'm excited. I can't wait to see your new life. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited to, um, integrate myself into it. <laughs> Come on, pull up a chair. You know, um, I'll go wherever, <laughs> you know, not to give like a teaser for next week, but you started to t- before we got on, you talked a little bit about, um, shame. And yeah. I think that's going to have to be next week per my request. That's dun, like, dun, dun. yeah, yeah. It's just a major, some, some major toxic versus healthy shame situations coming your way. Yeah. That's yeah. Request for next week, please. <laughs> done and done. Well, podcast listeners, we love you. And wherever you are in your process, in what you're learning to let go of, what you're learning to embrace, um, who you're learning to be in this time, I think we both just want to tell you from the bottom of our hearts that we so applaud your bravery. We really do see you in where you are and in who you are and in who you're becoming. And it's a gift for us and for the planet. And we just love you so much in your unfolding. Mm, That was beautiful, Natalie. I can feel the love you have for everyone. I just want to cry. I love everyone. (laughs) Feel your heart. I can feel your heart and it's so pure. (laughs) And that love. It's brave. It's just brave. It's brave to have said, I want to incarnate now during this moment. It's brave. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm in awe of everyone. And, uh, as you're listening to the podcast this week, just, I want to just empower you to what, whatever feels like your next edge of growth. I just want to empower you to go all the way in because you have it and you can. All right, let's go all the way. And vote, 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 vote. <laughs> ah, it's voting time. We have power. We can use it. And yes. And, uh, 
know that we're here for you. We're your, your sisters and family in this journey. We love you. We thank you for listening. If you're interested in more of these kinds of messages, if you go to our website, we've got a ton of free content, like a ton of videos and content and meditations and like so many things at your disposal. If you want extra support and guidance at this time, it's our pleasure to offer that to you. And, you know, we have upcoming classes and things like that, that if you're interested in hanging out with us more, you can always find us. Kristen, do you have something on the books coming up? Yeah, I think I have one, only one spot left in my writing class, which starts November 1st. If you want that spot, it's a <gasps> ass class. People in it are next level awesome. And I think there's just a couple of spots left in my uh, developing your intuition and your spiritual gifts. So uh, a lot of you might feel that there's a new way of uh, a new career for you. And it may be a spiritual business. So if you have something, you've always known you have great intuition, or you've had this feeling that you're a healer, or this is a great class to really open yourself up to the, the spiritual gifts that want to come through you. I can't wait for uh, anyone who's listening to be like, I've just always wanted to like be a psychic and do tarot cards. And then you can teach them how to open up to that. And then they can give me sessions and I'll be their guinea pig. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. The reason I'm teaching this is because this was happening spontaneously. Yes. Like, having conversations with people and they'd be like, I think I, I think I can uh, see the future. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah you can. Get, it, yeah. Yeah, get in here. Um, yeah. So Kristen Hange classes, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-H-A-N. GGI classes at gmail.com. I can't and wait for the jingle. I still want the jingle. <laughs> Next week, I promise a jingle. And Natalie Roy. Yes. Um, you can catch me at Natalie Lynn Roy, Natalie L Y N N Roy at gmail.com. And I have an upcoming acting class. It's my amazing, fun, the most fun ever master class on self taping and auditions and how to bring like your incredible spirit and energy and soul to all of you all of your work as an actor and all of your tapes because we just live in a self-tape universe now we don't get to be in the room with people the way we used to so how we can adapt to this changing climate and the class is amazing and the people that have signed up for it are so amazing so if you feel called to have a little actor community support right now and support with your self-taping experience you can let me know and I have two spots left on that class that starts November 4th what oh my yes. god it's right here right now natalie what a joy what a joy thank you guys for listening we love you thank you so much for listening we love to feel like we have friends all over the world in you who are committed to doing their dream on the planet and if you like this podcast and you want to find out more about what we're doing or who we are our pop-up classes our online classes you can check all of that out at thecreateseries.com and if you want to be part of our Facebook community, you can go to the Create Community page. That's C, period, R, period, E, period, A, period, T, period, E, period, community. And if you loved this podcast, why not share it with a friend? 